0: Batman. <laughs> it did sound like Batman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to Wabber. We are your hosts. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jen. And I'm Liz. And we are Wicked Awesome Bitches Reading Books. This is our second episode of our fifth book series, My Sister, the Serial Killer by Oyankin Braithwaite, where we'll be discussing the first half of the book. Disclaimer as usual, the views in our podcast are just our own. We recognize everyone has different tastes in books. And if we dislike a book that you loved, it's merely our opinion. It is also our opinion that reading a physical book and listening to the audiobook are equally as good and valid ways to enjoy a story, and sometimes one or more of us may enjoy the book in audio version. Trigger warning for this particular book, Attempted Rape, Abuse, Blood, and Gore. So. And that it has. Let's go.
2: (laughs) I love this book. Same. Now, Tiffany, are you reading it or are you listening to it? Oh, I'm reading it.
1: I am reading Can I just say, I remember when we first started this whole idea and Tiffany was like, I don't read books. I'm just going (laughs) to be the silly one on the side that is like, whatever, hearing the story from you guys. But now Tiffany is like in the books. I am. I am. I have never been a reader.
0: My grandmother used to try and bribe me when I was little. Uh, She would like pay me to read books and I still wouldn't read them. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't care about your dollar Grammy. I um I wouldn't read books, but this is like a, this is a whole new experience. You know, we're doing this together. It's fun. We come together, we discuss this. And that's kept me going in some of the past books that I didn't enjoy so much, but this book, I don't even, this book, I don't want to put it down. I know. I remember I- in the last episode we talked about, I had mentioned that the book is written in short chapters and how they say that that's uh, captivating. Uh, Yeah, that was an understatement. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When we got or when I got to page 114 and had to stop, I was angry. I
1: don't know if I would say I was angry when I had to stop, but I was definitely like, oh, man, I want to keep going. Cause it's like you know it's it's at that part of the book where things are like everything's starting to happen. Like yes. So up until this point, where we know that the sister Ayula murdered her last boyfriend, and Kariti, who is the older sister that has like cleaned up the mess, um, is I don't know. She's like trying to kind of figure out the story or the situation that really happened with Ayula and the guy mm-hmm. she killed, like she was asking her questions. Like you said, it was self-defense, but you stabbed him in the back. Like that doesn't make yeah. any sense. So, and then also like Tade, the doctor becoming involved with the sister Ooh. and like, man, it's really, and now the police are involved. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to remember that
0: um Femi who is the one that was just murdered, the one that was just stabbed in the back. This is actually, we found out, her third killing, mm-hmm. making her a serial killer. Yes. Uh, three
1: murders and you're a serial killer. And. And Kariti has cleaned up every one of them. But it's interesting because, yes. I mean, maybe she'll get to it later, but she's only like alluded to the two others. She They haven't really talked about them. Yeah, and she talks about how
0: the other two, she didn't, she didn't mind, like, one was a slimy guy, and she made uh, the self-defense story very believable, but this self-defense story with this guy, she doesn't believe, Mm -hmm. because he seemed like a good guy, basically.
2: Mm -hmm. Not, Not only that, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, she frequently thinks of this last one more than she has the other two. At he all. haunts her dreams. So, which makes me question whether or not she's always just blindly believed her little sister. And then for whatever reason, this one guy just stood out to her and made her realize that maybe her sister's not that innocent. And now she's starting to see, you know, yeah, he was stabbed in the back. And then maybe she's going to start thinking about the others and how they were murdered. And maybe they mm-hmm. weren't an accident and how she wouldn't give back the knife that she yeah, yeah. killed the other two with. She's still she carrying it
0: around. And mm-hmm. it
2: had something to do with her dad. And we yes. still don't know what exactly her dad did, but they don't miss him. He wasn't a very nice man. No. Was he also was serial killer. Oh. Because Ooh,
1: she even made, made that.
2: Yeah. And she made that comment of like, this was one of the times that she wished her dad was still here. Because he would know how to handle everything,
0: and he would just yeah. he would cover it up and sweep it under the rug. Liz, uh-huh. I remember reading that, but uh-huh. that's an interesting little twist
1: there. If that's the case, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I remember reading that too and thinking like, okay, maybe the dad had some sort of like pull in the community. Like he, you know, did a lot of favors and people did him a lot of favors. You know what I mean? So I was thinking along those lines, not thinking that maybe he himself was a serial killer. So knew how to clean up after himself, but they've, they've just kind of done these, like, you know, she's alluded to that her dad was not very nice. There was the the chapter where it talked about him bringing home like his mistress in front of their mom <sighs> and was just like whatever it's none of your business and like the mom was crushed mm-hmm. um and then well, the next and he morning- grabbed i'm sorry he grabbed the mom by the hair and
0: threw her in mm-hmm. to the to the wall and then took his girlfriend that he brought home into their bedroom mm-hmm. did their deed woke up the
1: next morning and acted like nothing happened right was at breakfast with with the family like nothing was going on and so like there's some like sociopathic stuff going on there um the other thing that I was thinking no the the knife was like this prized possession of his I remember that like there was there was an explanation of One time Ayula was holding the knife without dad knowing or something like that. And dad came in and was like pissed and he would tell different stories about how he got the knife. Um, So there was that kind of thing. And Liz, as you were talking about um, how we don't quite know the stories of the first two, I think Karidi started to do some digging when Tade became involved with her. Because mm. we know we know that Karidi has a big crush on Tade. Um, but it wasn't until he started showing interest in Ayula and they started dating that she started digging deeper into the actual situation with well, the last boyfriend. So yeah.
2: that's where I'm also, it left off as Ayula le- like, was leaving him alone. She, she was ignoring him. And I think it was because she knew that her sister had a thing. I think she was trying to force her sister to admit her own feelings when that whole situation was when he first came over and like was hitting on her. And like, she even said like, I won't, if you like him. And she refused to say if she liked him or not. And then um. she, she was dating him. She found out how upset her sister was because her sister destroyed those flowers
0: Oh my gosh,
2: that and then was her, crazy. And then she stood up for her and said, No, it was me. And we had a fight, but everything's fine now. Like, mm-hmm. then she, I feel like after that point, she kind of started ignoring him because she realized how much her sister actually cared for this man.
0: See, and, and I thought, and, and that's an interesting twist because I thought she stopped speaking to him because. Karoti was always like, you are, you're supposed to be in mourning. You have a missing boyfriend. You can't be out with a hot new doctor getting flowers and doing this and, and posting to Snapchat and social media. You can't be doing that when you have a missing boyfriend that's been gone for a month that you need to mourn. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Iola says, well, how long is that supposed to be? And Kariti says a year, you know, any reasonable person, and Ayula didn't like that. <laughs> so, so I thought it was her just separating because of that. But that, that, that's, I like how you think that she might have her sister's feelings in mind.
2: So I do think she has her sister's feelings in mind. I think she comes off as this narcissistic, crazy person. But at the same time, she has that bond with her sister. So is it normal for people to wait that long or... <laughs> Is so, the society thing has just said that it's the, it's
1: the thing with grief is it's not a time the same timeline for everyone. So, I try yeah. not to judge if anybody's stage of grief,
2: yeah,
1: um, and their decisions about moving forward after that, they're not mine to make. Um, but I will say, like, I can see why Karidi in the story was like okay, you need to chill on the social media. It's only been a month since your boyfriend died. Like, you know, I think if she's putting up all these social media posts that she's out with this new doctor and all of that, it's going to be quite sus. Um, mm, yeah. So I can see why she wanted to like have her chill on that stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing related to Tade is there was a point um, kind of towards where we stopped where Ayula was like going on a date with someone else. And Kariti was like, what you doing? And Ayula said that Tade was boring and that she just wanted to like, you know, have a little fun or something like that. It wasn't serious or whatever, but it wasn't even an older man. I think so. An
0: older married man Mm -hmm. who we found out paid For Ayola's fashion, fashion education courses, Mm -hmm. Ayola lied to Karoti and told her that she had raised the money through her YouTube videos.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so Karoti goes upstairs and confronts Ayola right away, and and Ayola just brushes it off. She goes, "So I found a sponsor.
2: What's the difference?" I mean, she's not wrong. (laughs) Maybe she met him off of her YouTube channel. like Maybe. They could be half-truths. Who knows?
1: Half-truths. They could could be, be. absolutely. I mean, at the same time, like, I don't know. I guess I can see why Karidi was upset that she withheld that information. At the same time, like, I don't know. She probably would have been super pissed if Ayola was just like, yeah, some random guy just gave me a bunch of money to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. It's well, and like one fun. of the things we
0: learn is Iola has never had any type of really discipline in a way. Um, growing up, it was always Karoti's fault. So if Iola was hungry, Kariti would get yelled at because well, why didn't you feed your sister? And if, you know, anything that Iola did, it always came back to Kariti as being the older sister, not looking after her younger sister. And mm-hmm. I feel like Ayula never had to deal with any type of consequence,
1: which has kind of created this monster. Yeah, I would agree with that. And she keeps going, Ayula keeps going to Karidi when she fucks things up. And Karidi keeps cleaning up the mess and fixing it. Interesting. It is an interesting
2: book. I'm obsessed.
1: And now the police are involved. So they cleaned
0: up this murder, you know, middle of the night, got him out, put him in the, in the trunk of her car, you know, disposed of the body, did everything they needed to do. And the last two murders just kind of went away quietly. This murder is not going away quietly. This man has a family that has a little bit of money so they can really push the Nigerian police for a better investigation and that's exactly what they're doing and come to find out the neighbor spotted these two women leaving his house and they're trying to come up with a a story basically you know oh well Mm -hmm. he wanted to break up with me or i wanted to break up with him and it's just all over the place and the detectives have now shown up and they've confiscated the car that he was in um Kariti thinks she cleaned up all of the blood that was in there but she doesn't really know and the police still have the car and I want to know what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well she did and- make a comment about how how she is meticulous with cleaning and they've had it for well over a week now and if they had if they had found it and she even said that to them if you had found anything. Yeah, she wants her car back by now. now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she does also make note that the Nigerian police don't quite have the advancement of technology that say we probably have here. They don't have the same crime scene. (laughs) Uh, I don't think technology that we have here. So I think it's harder to find because I know in the, these days anyways, it's very easy for a crime Mm -hmm. scene specialist to detect blood. You know, even if you think you cleaned it up, you probably didn't, but she did note that the Nigerian Police department doesn't have that type of
1: technology.
2: I hope this gets made into a movie because I can see this being a really good movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. I
2: was going to say that's pretty much it because like the short chapters and that would also with the father thing that would explain why there's so many father chapters. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because each chapter about father is a glimpse into him. Yeah. And I will say I was a little confused when we got to the first father chapter and they talk about him falling, hitting his head. At first, I thought that that had happened like previously, years ago, um, but then in the next chapter, they're talking about basically his funeral, and setting mm-hmm. that up like a celebration of life type thing. So I think I'm a little confused on the timeline when the father died.
1: Did anybody else? I was too. I thought it happened like years prior, but then there yeah. was a chapter when they were at his wake or funeral and and Ayula invited Tade. And I was like, okay, wait, so this is, like, happening at the same time.
2: Right, so So when exactly did It was a celebration of his life. It was the anniversary of his death. It wasn't his funeral, because he was a well-known member of the community, and I believe it was, like, the 10-year anniversary or something like that, that he has died. So Hmm. that would make a lot of sense to me, if that's... I I don't believe it was his funeral. I believe it was... The celebration of his life because that's why they had to pick out that's why his sister came and said he was a wonderful man and you know we should celebrate the fact that he was a wonderful man and that we all miss him very much and
1: uh, <laughs> okay i just <laughs> nobody found in on, that house misses him um, i just found on page 80 where it talks about he fell and hit his head um it has been 10 years now, and we are expected to celebrate him, to throw an anniversary party in honor of his life. If we do not, we will end up fielding difficult questions, and we are nothing if not thorough in our deception of others.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that does make sense then, mm-hmm. the, the 10 years, because I I must have missed that when I was first reading it. I was super mm-hmm. confused about the timeline there, but that just yeah. connected a bunch of dots, thanks.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out my theory at the end of this book. Yeah. Okay. The patient that she confides everything into wakes up and remembers everything she said.
1: I was thinking that too. I was like, I was reading, I don't put a lot of stock in like Buzzfeed or anything like that, but there was an, it made me think of an article that I read where people sent in their experiences of being in a coma. And there were a lot of them that said, like, I could understand what people were telling me and I like could remember some of it when I woke up. And so now I'm like, I think that person is going to remember it.
2: So speaking of the BuzzFeed thing, um, I don't know if you ever saw that article of the man who was in a coma for like 16 years. And then he finally woke up and all he remembered is his mom saying how much she wished he would just pass on. Not because she didn't love him, but because it was such a pain. pain, Mm -hmm. And she just didn't feel like, you know, he, and that's all he could remember. And then also, From my own personal experience, my mom wasn't necessarily in a coma, but she was very heavily medicated. And while I was holding her hand, because I thought she was going to pass on, I did tell her that she could leave and everything would be okay. And she remembered that when she woke up. Hmm. Because she made a comment towards me when she was awake. She goes, so everything's okay? I can leave now? I was like, oh, you heard
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oopsie
2: daisy. (laughs) But yeah, you do what you um, want. I, I feel like after, because she always confides in him and she always takes care of him. Like that's mm-hmm. her favorite patient because that's the only person she could talk to that won't judge, that has mm-hmm. no way of telling anybody what's
1: going on. I mean, for now, for now,
2: that would, now, that would be I, crazy. I feel like that's what's going to happen. I don't, but see, I'm torn. Will he go to the police or will he keep it a secret because he nourishes the relationship he had with her because he, she took such good care of him? Maybe. Because she did make that have... comment that he was a good looking man before the accident. Like you could tell he was.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, does he wake up and they fall in love? Who knows? I mean, my other thought, Tiffany, was like the opposite was he wakes up, threatens to go to the police, and Ayula kills him. <gasps> oh.
2: Or Karoti does.
1: Mm. Or Caridi does.
2: Kariti's nice. I was
1: thinking is so we had this one paragraph. On page eighty, about how Dad died, he was like yelling and slipped and fell and hit his head. Yes, is that really what happened? Did he get pushed? <clears throat> did he yep. get pushed by Ayula or Karidi? Although he was yelling over Karidi, so it would have been Ayula probably who pushed him. Well, Ayula,
0: I think I remember saying she was cowering behind the couch. Let's see. Let
2: me open. Yeah, I, I feel like if anything, it was the mom that did it. mom
1: (laughs) i didn't even think about that one day he was towering over me spitting pure hell he reached for his cane and then he dot 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 slumped hitting his head against the glass coffee table as he fell somebody hit him
2: across the head he didn't
1: his blood was brighter than the dark color we saw on tv i got up warily and Ayula came out from behind the couch where she'd been taking cover we stood over him for the first time we were taller we watched the life seep out of him eventually i woke my mother up from her ambient induced sleep and told her it was over
0: i bet it was Ayula. or he just had
1: a heart attack
0: because he slumped over. I mean, that's possible too. We are coming to some crazy conclusions here. And we are.
1: and me <laughs> That's my maybe favorite we'll thing get... about
2: reading a book. I love to try <laughs> to figure out how it's going to end.
1: I will say, I think that's one of my favorite parts of like discussing the first half with you guys is like, okay, let's make, what are our theories for the second half?
0: Yeah. Well, this is certainly an exhilarating book. I will probably finish it
2: today
0: (laughs) Mm yeah um I can't wait to come together and discuss the second half of the book and figure out what really happens
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and if anybody out there that's listening along that's already read this book if you have your own theories of what happened and you would like to email us you definitely can do that and you can do that at wabrbpod at gmail.com I did it. You can, you can also
1: find us on Instagram. <laughs> Tiffany has been killing it with Instagram posts um, or TikTok. We're trying to do TikTok. TikTok, Jen. Your TikToks are TikTok, amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying. Only you, go up. You can only go up. You are Your your first couple videos are amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I almost want to get back to TikTok. Almost.
0: Well, st- every TikTok video is also
1: posted to Instagram Reels. so mm-hmm. So you might be all right. Before we, before we wrap up, um, Tiffany, do you want to talk about your recent experience with thrift books?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. So you guys know we, the last couple episodes, we have really been talking about thrift books and I just have to add one more amazing experience that I had with them this week. So I ordered, I think I told you guys, I ordered like eight books and then I ordered four more books. So all of my books have been coming in. They've all been in great condition, except for this one book I got. I looked at my order. It was supposed to come in very good condition. But when I got the book, I noticed there was a page sticking out. So I opened to that page, and that page just fell right out. And then I also noticed it was missing a page as well. The book went from, like, page 32 to 37. So it was missing some pages. So I... Logged onto my ThriftBooks account uh through the app. The app is amazing, by the way. I go to the app, I go to the order, very simply send a message connected to that order and just explain what happened. I get a pop-up that says, I'll hear from somebody within six hours, which totally reasonable. Um, it is a business. They are busy. I know lie, heard from somebody within 20 minutes. And they said they they apologized. They were like, "We're so sorry, you didn't get the book in the condition you ordered it. You do not have to return this book, and we are sending you a new copy." Wow, that's Heck awesome. yeah, that's great. I I was completely blown away because in my head I'm thinking, "Oh, this is going to be such a hassle. I'm going to have to find a way to return this book and then, you know, wait for the next book to come in, and it's just going to be such a pain for four dollars. Like, is it really worth it?" Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I reached out because their customer service is top notch. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing. again, thrift books, guys, if you haven't heard of them, we highly recommend you check them out. They are mm-hmm. really freaking amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: We are not sponsored, but we are open to sponsorship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <say> that every <laughs> time we talk about thrift, thrift books. I got, I received, I purchased, I think seven books recently for my second order. And I just received all of them the other day and unpackaged them yesterday. And, you know, it's what's what's to be expected from used books. You know, some of them were a little bit older. They You could tell the pages were a little bit stained, but for like, I think I got three bucks for that book or something like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I also loved um, one of the books I was just kind of flipping through. I love seeing people's notes in the used books where they like asked themselves questions or like wrote some thoughts down. I was like, ah, nice. I love that. That's cute. Yeah. In addition to thrift books, thrift books is an amazing resource. Check your local thrift stores too, because you can get a dollar or less for a book and they have a lot of like bestsellers and I found a book that was on our list at the thrift store for 75 cents the other day, and they have a lot of classics, and they have just some really cool stuff. So check out your local thrift stores, Goodwills, Salvation Armies, whatever thrift stores you have around. You can get some good stuff there, too. Mm -hmm.
0: And always the library. The Mm -hmm. library. The library is always a good choice. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we'll see you guys next week.
1: We'll see you next week where we will talk about the rest of the book, which I think all of us are going to finish at least in the next day or two. So absolutely. Yeah. We'll catch you next time.
0: Have a good day, everybody. Bye. 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 All right. So I I literally just almost hit leave as we were saying bye. (laughs) I'm so used to like saying bye in meetings that I'm like, (laughs) get out of here. (laughs) And bounce. (laughs)